Alrighty, everybody. Good morning, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, and uh, I want to wish everybody out there uh, happy Passover and happy Easter as uh, that weekend is here. Uh, the holidays uh, for everybody to enjoy. Hopefully, all goes well there. And uh, Wiz, we've got uh, to get on with the AFC discussing uh, free agency. We've tried to wait as long as we possibly could. Um, Still don't have answers on uh, Aaron Rodgers, but nonetheless, Wiz, we are going to attempt to tackle the AFC East today. Yeah, um, you know, uh, it seems inevitable to me that he's going to end up with the Jets. Uh, I guess at this point, the conversation is uh, what's holding it up, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I want to, when I was doing preparation for the AFC East, the, the one thing that I found interesting is that. Um, the new additions to every one of these teams came from other teams in the AFC East. So uh, we'll get to each of these teams, but um, interesting stuff. And uh, just speaking about the Jets, um, you know, bringing over Lazard and Hardman um, is is just you know is is interesting um, in in preparation. I guess that uh, Rodgers are going to be there. What do you think about the Jets? Uh, what they've done so far in the offseason. Yeah, so, you know, obviously Nathaniel Hackett is also here as the offensive coordinator. Uh, I thought LaFleur struggled in that position over the last couple of years. Uh, I think part of the reason why he had such such dissension, uh, especially with Elijah Moore, but Elijah Moore has been moved on. I'm actually disappointed that that happened, uh, but the Jets' loss is probably Cleveland's gain at this point in time. McCall Hardman strikes me as one of these guys that, you know, I know he had that kind of exciting start to his career, but it's been nothing but inconsistency. I think at times Patrick Mahomes lost confidence in that player. I think at times that player lost confidence in himself. Um, and, he's, you know, there's really not a pure slot guy on this team at the moment, right? They moved on from Berrios, uh, which I didn't like. I thought Berrios made uh, a big difference in that offense a couple of years ago. Uh, they failed to utilize him last year. Uh, I think the Jets did a good job re-signing some guys that they needed to re-sign. Um, you know, Lazard, obviously, that's gonna that's supposedly there to, to, to please uh, Aaron Rodgers, whether whether you see a guy like Mercedes Lewis or Randall Cobb brought along as well. I think the one thing that just kind of concerns me just overall with the Jets was, is, is a guy that before he went into darkness, he was 90% out of football. He comes back into light, and all of a sudden he wants to play for the Jets. Uh, I think this is a team with such young talent on both sides of the ball um, that I wonder how much of a commitment you're going to get from Aaron Rodgers, and that's my biggest concern. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, a year-to-year type of deal, right? I mean, I just think, like, you just can't count on anything, uh, you know, like you're taking a young player in a draft or getting a younger player with a free agency. It's kind of really a a year-to-year thing, and uh, the Jets uh, are looking to win in these next few years, and um, we'll we'll see, you know, we'll see exactly what the conversation looks for that trade, but... uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the Jets certainly have added some pieces that'll help them um, at the skill position uh, part for the season. Just uh, it just depends exactly when they get, uh, you know, when they when they get when they get Rodgers in there. And you know, I just think also Brees Hall is coming off a pretty significant injury when he uh, is able to come back. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta look at the Jets' defense and and look at some of these young offensive players, and you gotta feel 
more optimistic for the Jets than uh, than he could be in, in quite a long time. Oh, you know, tremendous talent. Uh, you know, and, and that's the key, right? You you, you have value, um, not only talent, right? You have tremendous talent, but it's 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 basically there at a low price, right? Guys like Hall, Garrett Wilson, uh, Sauce Gardner, uh, even Mackay Beckton. I mean, you have a lot of young talent on this team on both sides of the football. So. Um, yes, they want to win now, but this is this is something that can kind of move forward in a positive direction for a number of years to come. Um, yeah, and and again, uh, obviously Zach Wilson looks like a very questionable choice at this point in time. Whether he learns a little bit if Aaron Rodgers eventually gets here, I know they brought Tim Boyle in, uh, the, the backup quarterback uh, uh, from Green Bay uh, here as well. So uh, yeah, just. You know, it's kind of waiting and seeing. I mean, at this point in time, uh, I guess that sec- it, one of those Jets second-round picks uh, is definitely on target at the moment. Doesn't look like it's going to be uh, the Jets' one. Uh, and the conditionality on that other pick and what, how it's going to fall out. So, um, you know, I guess there's a point in time, Wiz, with during the draft, if this deal's not done and you're in, into day two, then you start to get really nervous about this actually happening. Uh, but until then, we're kind of in a, in a holding pattern here. Yeah, and then uh, I guess we could, you know, move to the Patriots where um, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Um, if you look at them, you know, a couple of years ago, they spent two pretty significant picks on two rookie tight ends. That doesn't work out. Then uh, they they signed two free agent tight ends, uh, Joe Smith and um, and Hunter Henry. And what's one of their free agents moves this year? Getting in Gusecki, who I like, is a good player. But uh, when I'm looking at the Patriots, um, I, I, the move that I really like is um, bringing in James Robinson, um, who I think would be a good complimentary guy to Stevenson uh, after they, they lost Damian Harris. So I, I like the Robinson move. The Gasicki thing just leads me to believe that they're not quite sure what really they're doing with some of these players on offense. But uh, when you look at the Patriots' offense, and then you look at the other three teams in the division, especially as soon as uh, Rodgers uh, gets signed with the Jets, it, it really looks like they're they're quite a bit behind those other three teams. Uh, yeah, no no doubt. Uh, I think uh, the offensive direction last year took uh, took a step in the completely wrong direction with a guy like Matt Patricia, really not having any idea what he's doing. Uh, some of these comments around the quarterback have been very interesting. Uh, I thought I thought Mac Jones handled himself very poorly at times on the field. Just a lot of grimacing and gesturing. Uh, which doesn't sit well. It, it's not the Patriot way, and uh, you know there's been rumblings about that. We know that Bradley Zappi got a couple of starts last year while Mac Jones was injured. Whether that becomes a competition, whether Mac Jones gets moved, that remains to be seen as well. So something that we need to need to look at. Uh, James Robinson, very curious player, as you mentioned. Damian Harris moves out, goes to the Bills. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, you know James Robinson was kind of talked about as being a, a you know part of a, a productive part of that jet running back group and uh you know lo and behold he ends up on this roster but i do think a good signing uh i think the the fact that they'll actually have guys that know how to run an offense uh that should help all the Patriots' skill set positions kobe myers moves on juju comes in probably very similar in their skill sets um but yeah i think i I think you know watching that quarterback and the comments around that uh i I think that i think that's something to watch but you know to your point Wiz, you know they brought in hunter henry and johnu smith They've been here for a couple of years, and you know, even though Hunter Henry had a really good year two years ago in terms of touchdowns and stuff like that, last year he was a Houdini act. Oh yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, it, it was curious what they did with our offense coordinator last year with with um, the Patriots, and it just seemed like there was real regression uh, in terms of Mac Jones. And uh, I just think, you know, yeah, I mean, it's kind of lateral with Juju and, and Jacoby Myers, um, and I like I like James Robinson. Uh, I just, you know, you look at the Patriots and you look at these other three offenses in that division, uh, especially if the Jets again can get can get Rodgers. Um, and I just think it's going to be difficult for the Patriots. I just don't know how they're going to keep up in terms of points. Yeah, and I would say right now coming into this year, and I know they're a defensive-minded team, uh, but certainly coming into this year, I'd have to predict that the Patriots are, are, are the last-place team in this division uh, coming into the season. Yeah, yeah, we talked about the Bills for a second, and uh, let's let's get to that. And uh, I, I like the Damian Harris. I just think they needed a different type of guy. And the one thing about Damian Harris is he, he means business, and he's running downhill. And uh, the Bills have got to be able to get tough yards without Josh Allen having to either throw for it, run for it, scramble and make a play. You know, when they get down to fourth and one or third and a half a yard in crucial situations, I just feel like some of these teams play so much of a finesse game instead of a a real ground and pound type of game. And I think Damian Harris gives them an element that they haven't had. And I like the combination with James Cook. Trent Sherfield is a guy that I've always been interested in, and I think he makes an interesting guy. He'll certainly, I believe, uh, be in that rotation um, at, at, at wide receiver um, this year. And uh, Khalil Shakir is just another guy that I think is going to be an interesting player now without um, McKenzie there and Cole Beasley. I just feel Khalil Shakir will have an opportunity this year. And, uh, and, and, and like I said, Sherfield is another guy that I'm interested in. So I like what the Bills have done. And uh, there's certainly, I think, in this point, one of the favorites to land Beckham. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I kind of like the, the mixture of James Cook and Damian Harris at running back with Harris being able to get those tough yards on the ground, uh, what say you with the Bills? Yeah, and I think uh, you saw that in the Super Bowl, right? When when the, when the when the Chiefs wanted to make a difference in that game, uh, in the, in that second half, Isaiah Pacheco, even though he was a seventh round pick, you know, made made, made an impression and kept the clock going, able to get those tough yards, as you mentioned. Not that Cook hasn't shown the ability uh, on, on on a big play side, uh, but he he is a little bit different type of player. Uh, and Damian Harris uh, certainly has been very successful in that role with the Patriots uh, in his career. So I think this is a good move for the uh, for the Bills. Uh, you've already heard McDermott make a lot of comments about Josh Allen not having to throw his body out there as much as he has, and I, I think uh, I think that's correct. I, I completely agree with you on Shakir. I think when given the opportunity last year, uh, he showed what he could do, uh, and I think that's an exciting young player. You know, whether you bring in a guy like Beckham or I, they were even rumored for Hopkins at some point in time, but but I, but I'm with you on on, on Sherfield as well. And they made one change on the offensive line, right? They got. Uh, uh, Connor McGovern is in, and, and Roger Saffold is out uh, at guard. So uh, it's, this has been a good offensive line generally. But, uh, yeah, I, I like what they've done. I, I do like what they've done. This, this is still a team to beat uh, in, in that division. Yeah, I think, um, I, I think you know, if, if they can give some 
give a little bit of a rest and a break to Rodgers on some of those running plays and short yardage plays where he's doing the work, uh, I think it'll help them. And I think uh, um, McDermott made that point that they kind of want to um, do that this year. And uh, I think the Harris uh, signing lends itself to that. And uh, that leads ourselves to the Miami Dolphins. Um, and the bad news is, you know, they, they lost their draft pick uh, with the tampering and all of that stuff. Um, and it's a shame that they don't have a first-round pick. But the good news is they've made a couple of key signs and a couple of, and, and the Jalen Ramsey trade, and uh, I think their team has improved a lot. First of all, I like them getting Mike White in the quarterback room as well, uh, especially given the situation with Tua. So I, I like that signing. The Jalen Ramsey trade it was just uh, he had become a headache again with the rams and they didn't really have to give up much to get him but one of my favorite signings of the offseason and the most underrated signing i think of the offseason or, or right up there is berrios playing the slot with waddle and hill and um I, I'm sure that's what they had in mind, you know, with losing Gusecki. They're going to go with Durham Smythe as their starting tight end. But, man, oh, man, do I love that Braxton Berrios signing. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm not sure there could have been a better landing spot for a player that you have really liked for a few years now. So, yeah, I, I was puzzled. Are you, are you with me on the Berrios signing? No, I, I completely puzzled last year how the Jets backed away from that player, right? It just, just made, like, if you looked at the end of the 2021 season, Berrios was, was responsible for winning. He was on a lot of winning fantasy football teams uh, in, in 2021. He was producing the entire month of December. And uh, granted, they had a lot of injuries. I understand that. And the Jets spent money on him last year to re-sign him. So I just, uh, just very, very strange. I, this smells like, you know, when the, when, when the Dolphins went out and got, um, sorry, when the Patriots went out and got Wes Welker from the Dolphins, when the Patriots went out and got Danny Woodruff from the Jets, this smells like the same exact situation was. Same exact thing. What a landing spot. My goodness, being able to operate with Hill and Waddle taking away so much attention. I mean, yeah, this this is this 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 one is gone completely under the radar, but if you're in a PPR league, um this is one that you probably should keep your eye on. Uh, and and by the way, also an outstanding returner, right? That's that, that, that in addition to his his kind of yeah. Like Hill, like I'm sure you don't want Hill no. returning kickoffs and punts and and uh, and and doing things of that nature. So um, the burial signing, I thought was like something that wow, nobody was talking about, but I certainly kept my eyes on it. I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, that, that no, was, uh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt at all. And I and and you know, you mentioned the Mike White situation, and uh, you know, after last year where there were two documented uh, t uh, concussions for Tua, and probably a third one uh, that was not documented. Um, that's a player that comes into this season uh, under intense scrutiny uh, from from a medical side. And I I, I would say this, one more concussion. You know, we, we're talking about you know Tua probably. One out out for the season, and two, you know, potentially his career. Um, yeah, I think, I think it all depends on the type of you know what, what you know when it happens. Um, if it happens early, more so. But uh, certainly, he's becoming into that that area where uh, 
you're more susceptible to having them based on how many you've had already. But uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how that plays out. All right, very good, Wiz. So uh, that is it for the NFC. Uh, sorry, AFC East. Uh, we'll move on to the North, uh, where there's lots of interesting going things going on there as well. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Thanks again, Wiz, and uh, see you on the other side with the AFC North. You got it.